We got a really great show for y'all. But before we hop in, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Long Beach Comedy, which takes place at Harvell's in downtown Long Beach, California, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we have award-winning dancers, celebrity drop-ins. You never know who's going to be there, but I'll tell you who will be there. Me, your boy, Victor Pacheco, every single second and fourth Tuesday of the month with new material. So come and check me out. Come and check out the shows. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to Poppycock Podcast with your host, Victor Pacheco. We got a really special show for y'all today with a very special guest. You've seen her on Reno 911, Workaholics, The Wedding Crashers, and she was one of the original Pussycat Dolls. Once you give it up real big for Miss Rachel Sterling. That's a great intro. What's Thank up? You. Yeah, That's well, really good. well, you're a great guest to have, and I'm very honored to have you because I saw you live last Friday at the Ha Ha Comedy Club for the best damn Latino comedy show and i was just like holy shit rachel's on the show that's awesome holy mm -hmm. shit rachel's latino <laughs> just... it came as a shock to me too i know <laughs> so what what type i mean uh, if i remember correctly it was texas but uh, so is that like tejano mexican uh okay so the long story with that um one i'm related to half the state of texas <laughs> so like all the states of Texas, like all of it all of it um, my mom's like the youngest, I can't remember if it's 14 and then some, some adopted ones, or if it's 17 total, I don't know. Yeah, that's Mexican. <laughs> my, my brother had a uterus, like a hula hoop, just like throwing them out. Um, but that's a lot of fucking kids. Um, and all of my aunts, they start young and they don't just like get pregnant. They get married young. They start young and it's very normal to have six kids eight kids which i think should be outlawed personally that's like <laughs> that's not okay um and then my mom she just like you know she didn't have a fun time because she was the youngest and her parent my grandma i don't think my grandmother spoke english so it was just kind of like my aunts raised her and then uh, in the 70s in the 60s and 70s i guess it wasn't cool to be brown so I like it is now. So she had a hard time. And her logic was she would move me out to California, um, do everything she could so I could go to La Jolla High School up there and uh, my life would be easier. So that was her plan. Um, nice. La Jolla is nice. Nice part of San Diego. Was, well, she wasn't wrong. It's been pretty cush, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, but, beautiful. Um, it's beautiful out there. Um, it's so nice, yeah. It's yeah. super nice. I got robbed of my culture, though. That's the only thing. Like, I do remember some stuff from Texas, and then obviously, you know, you can't fight heredity. Like, there's just some shit that's just in your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and then I, I shot a lot for Esteban Oriol, who does a lot of like car culture and the life and stuff like that. So, whenever I'd have real like auditions, mm -hmm. you know, because they expected me to just turn on. The Latino like that, and like you can just you just learn Spanish in one day, right? I'm like no, 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 <laughs> no you don't want to. It's insulting. It's insulting. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, I'll like butcher. I'll butcher it. Uh. I would no, call, no. It's not insulting for you to make an attempt. Me. It's insulting oh. for them to have to listen to it. But like. <laughs> To some people it is, but for a lot of people, it's like you're making the effort. And oh, it's just, okay. 
And it's just like, it's so culture. We're so proud of our if Mexican culture. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, I mean, <laughs> I think actually speak Spanish. So I can't even use that. But, he does it. He's so amazing. Um, but yeah, so I would call, I would call Esteban and his wife and ask them, what does this mean? What does that mean? I, I, I didn't know what, I, I'm like, what is, what is this word? And I think the word was paisa and I had never heard it before. Oh, paisa? Life. Paisa? Yeah. Like, that's short for paisano. Paisano. I, but it's derogatory. Like, you fucking paisa? Like, you don't speak English, you paisa? Or like, that's, that's what... What's, that's equivalent, what, what's equivalent to English? Paisa would be like uh, <laughs> you non-English talking beaner. So when you call somebody a beaner, oh. you just mean they're Hispanic. But this will, in this case, it would be that they don't speak the, lang the Spanish language. So it's like a little um, specific. It's so yeah. weird though, because like you it was know, in a script, and I'm like, "What is this word?" And said, maybe that's why she laughed. She said, "Well," <laughs> she, said, she didn't really care to tell me what it meant. She's like, "This is just how you pronounce it." And she's so, you know, and I don't know if they're still together or not, but she was just so like she should have looked this part. You know what I mean? She was just that that very vibrant. You know, she had the accent, the whole thing, the eye, the eyeliner. Like it was, it was amazing, wow. and. So I would, I would like, I would give her the thing like, can you just voice note it to me? And I would just listen. I would just, I can just copy her. For the <laughs> Next time they want you to jump into being super Mexican, just be like, do you have a razor and a Sharpie? That's it. That's funny. You just shave off your eyebrows, which I know you're not going to do. But I mean, it feels like maybe for like a skit that you knew was going to go viral. You might do it and be like, you know what? Fuck you. Know what? you okay, man. I don't need to think. But I mean, if you really wanted to, because like, you know, it's with the acting and with, you know, with with the stand up, it's just like we're acting on stage. Like, you know, my dad asked me, what's your act about? I'm like, I, I act like I'm not depressed. That's what I do. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just holding it together, aren't we? Right. You know, and it was it was cool because, like, you know, we got to do that show at the Ha Ha Comedy uh, Club. Yeah, Oprah times. It was like we were, we were on the couch. We it was it was what was we were, funny. Like, we're having deep conversations. That, I keep doing it. Sorry, my Botox is often. It hurts. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're, you're, you're like me. Line, there's a line that goes deep into my soul. Oh. Like wherever, wherever your craw is, it's, it's in there and it, it hurts. Like hurts really oh, bad. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I, I think that you're very photogenic and very picturesque. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, if you were trying to impress me, you got oh, my no. seal of approval. <laughs> I keep doing this. It's not you. You're not. I was just like, just, no, um, no, I know. I know what you're saying. It's my, but, yeah. no, no, it was funny. I, I remember you, you made a joke. You're just like, um, I don't want to burn your material, but it was fucking funny about you how. No, no, no. It was just one thing that was just I was like, OK, she's funny as fuck. When you said that, I was, I was like, I don't do drugs. I do Botox. I'm not going to fucking ruin that. And like, oh. <laughs> and I was dying. I was like, oh, yeah, because like I call it the face Olympics. You know, when you're just, you know, doing drugs and, you know, you're, 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 your face um, is going all these different directions and that, stuff. So it's just like, of course, you're not going to be doing any of that stuff. So it's like, I mean, it's a waste of money. And here's why is because you because um, I'll, I'll tell you, viewers, I have raging ADD really, really bad. And I wasn't taking my medication for years like absolutely years. Oh, Jesus. Like I had it under control. And um, I think when everything's really like normal shit, I'm like, ah, I'm a nervous breakdown. Like, let's say a bomb drops right here. I'm the first person like, okay, we're going to pick these up. We're going to make a wall. We're going to put the dirt over there. Like, I'm just very like chaos. 
I'm cool with. If it's fast paced or even if it's like inconvenient to me, it's still like the job gets done. But with the, like the normal mundane things, my brain, my head explodes. Like I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And I procrastinate. I don't do it and all this other stuff. But during the pandemic, it just, my ADD just got so fucking out of hand because I had nothing to do. I mean, I was doing stuff. I was still doing comedy. I was took dance classes. It was like, I was used to doing stand-up auditions and I ran a business and I had um, uh, dramatic people. I, I recently like, clipped all these bitches. So I, like, I don't have the, the chaos, I guess, or the, the, the drama. The yeah. So, so now there's nothing to like, do this to like leapfrog your attention to. So now if I'm just trying to get like, um, today I was like redoing my resume because it's like pilot seasons and come again. And I'm just like, why is it taking me so long to do something that should take 10 minutes? And it was driving me nuts. Or even during the, like when I started um, like a, a stand-up's fine. Nothing ever hurts on stage, right? You're right. always fine. Up. And then you, and then and then somehow you develop a personality and you're not dying inside and people come up to talk to you. That's why they think you're nice. Um, but, then, <laughs> but like otherwise, you're like, ah! I don't have to talk to people before I go, come in. I kind of sneak in and I, people are like, oh, I was waiting for you. I'm like, oh, you don't want to talk to me before I get on stage. Like, girl, I, I have a, a personality of an earthworm before I go on stage. Like, no, I you don't. Oh, it. And not too much. Like it's just like it's it's very rarely do we have a moment. Like an Oprah moment is rare. So that's I think why voice that, came in. Oh my god, she's being nice and talking. <laughs> it was it was no no. It was funny because we both were involved in a really deep conversation Ooh. about the the importance of mental health. Yes. And and it Everyone was such a deep, and oh, it was funny. Outside looking in, it was like, oh, Victor's trying to shoot his shot. I'm like, yeah, right in front of her boyfriend, right? Anyway, so it's just like, uh, no, I'm just. Jack and he was like, whoa, you guys are getting deep in here. I yeah, know. I was just like, we're talking about mental health. Sorry, you know. It's just... <laughs> you know what? But like, just saying that we're having a conversation about mental health. It was, I mean, I, that's enough to scare people like, oh. They're doing something positive in their lives that's going to change and like hopefully some good will come out of it. Well, that's or they, scary. Or they think I'm raised so white that I'm trying to get you to shove a crystal up your ass because I'm like, you'll be fine. Crystal up your ass and you sage and you'll be fine. If I wanted, if I wanted to have a crystal shoved up my ass, I would date a white girl, you know, with the healing powers of the crystals and all this. And I'm just like, I don't I'm know. I don't do it. I'm not I'm mocking really it. Sorry. I just don't understand it. You know what it is? Is um, I'm open to anything, mm -hmm. but I be I, I can't put all my eggs in one basket with that. And also, uh, I'm gonna stop so I don't have an ADD moment. Going back to the conversation we we're having before, I was saying that the reason I didn't take my my I couldn't form a sentence mm -hmm. after like we started going back more from from uh, COVID, and. Like my brain would be doing stuff, my motor skills weren't working. I'm like, this is not good. Like, what if I have to go back into the workforce? This is not good. Like, this is bad. I have to be able to talk to people and sound somewhat coherent. So I had to go back my medication. And the doctor's like, why are you not, why are you making life hard? Like, just you have, it has to be in your system. And she explained, she's like, it's not, because I was looking at it like beers. I was looking at the milligrams, like 
I drink two drink my bull. That's like a lot or like a line of coke. You know what I mean? Like I've got four lines. Um, and she's like, no, it's not like that because what it is, is your brain doesn't produce the right amount of dopamine. So you're constantly seeking. It's like, you're, it's like you're parched and you're looking for water and you're just like, ah, and you're, so oh. you're constantly looking for like uh, a fix, which is why a lot of people that have ADD self-medicate and drink and do drugs and stuff like, cause it's like the thrill or go to like bad relationships. Cause it's like that, ah, I'm alive. I'm alive. You know? I'm dead. I'm alive. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So there's yeah. that. And my, and my answer was, I'm like, because it metabolizes my Botox out of my face. Oh, oh that's fucked up. Like, okay. So, so for- I'm just, and I'm that vain. I was like, it's so, it's like, I don't have any now because a bitch, a bitch is doing a lot of stand up. So now we don't can't afford Botox. But like, <laughs> <laughs> i need i have honestly i'm like i need gas to go down it's really like fucking with my budget oh my uh, god yes gas is fucking me and i have a prius a prius and i'm getting screwed so i can only imagine all these other I'm luxury cars a i'm a dick i have an suv and i'm getting what i deserve oh know? that's that's awesome you see i should be driving an suv eating my money it's terrible yeah i know i know the the, the you know unfortunately you can't shove drink tickets into your gas tank otherwise we'd be set for life i'm just kidding it's just like you know like people are like oh yeah it comes with two free drinks i'm like cool so am i gonna go to the gas station and be like let me get two free drinks worth of gas yeah, well, I mean, that's why well, that's why I'm always going through so much gas because you have to go out of LA. Yes, and that's what makes you successful. And so I it's, wanted to that's ask. That's the only you. way. That's the only. I mean, you have to do. You can make a living. I mean, and you just you just gotta do a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you you get yeah. on a lot of shows. You you're funny. You're marketable. Everybody like I I was super like blown away because i was following you and i've only oh ever God. no 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 because i've only ever seen you at cruisers oh yeah. so it's just like that's it that is like i've always and like for the record i've seen cruisers just demolish veteran season comics so i was just saying i I always, you know what? I, I always had a good time at cruisers. Oh no, I, you you did good at cruisers too. So I was like, oh, she's got to at least be funny to be, you know, because that room was a tough fucking room. And like, you know, for you to do good like there. And then I just found out recently uh, that you have been doing comedy for like three or four years, and I'm like, holy fuck! I haven't been doing it that long. Oh wow, that's even fucking better. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, oh, then let me ask you a question then, because uh, what's it called? Um, <laughs> Patient. I now now I feel the need to go to my YouTube and like delete all the shit that's bad. So you were like, she's no. not funny, dude. People change. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, get the hell out of here! And for the yeah. record, for the record, like you know, you're gonna have a video that's like super, like you think is the best video right now. You're gonna look back at it in two years and be like, that's what? fucking garbage. That is garbage. And, and everyone can be like, that's so great. It's so awesome. And it's just you personally, because you grow as an artist, you grow. So I was going to ask you, you're transitioning from being an actress, you know, being in these television shows, being in movies, you know, how did that help you prepare to be so confident on stage? Um, well, one, I don't feel confident. I just feel like, I feel like it's, it's, it's my job and you go do your job. Mm-hmm. That's it. It doesn't matter what your day is. Cause I've done some, I've done, I've been in so many different aspects of, of, of the entertainment industry. And then I ran a business when I couldn't, I got sick for a second. So I couldn't, I couldn't work for, for a number of years. And, um, 
that was, I think that was, I wasn't prepared for actual real people. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I was in charge of everybody. So it was really difficult. Um, and then I, you just, you just do it. There's no, because I started in the nineties, you know, mid nineties. Mm-hmm. So this was a time when we didn't have the Me Too movement. We didn't have a voice really. Also, I was very young. So I was just like, oh, work begets work. You just do, you know what I mean? And I wasn't wrong. Like every shitty bad decision I've ever made led me to some other great shit. Um, you know, I won't get into it. I'm, I'm Google now. Uh, I used to pose new before, I said I wasn't going to mention it, but we posed new before Playboy. And then I left that. And then I, I, Esteban Oriol would not know who I was. If it wasn't for if I had done it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, and from just that, you know, just from working with him, I've moved to him since I was 19. Mm-hmm. I stopped. Well, I mean, I guess we still could, but, um, but I stopped only because he does not like to airbrush. Mm-hmm. He just does the lighting. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And he's like, no. He's like, our culture, we like it. We like this. Just give us that cellulite. Like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, that, that, that's panicking. exact. Panicking. He's like, give us, give us all them roles, bitch. Come on. Like, he was just, he was like, it doesn't matter. Nobody uh, matters. You know, there, there's a way to have said that to make you feel more comfortable like, than the way like, he just said he didn't it. Say it like, he's just like, nobody cares. He's like, you're too skinny. He's like, you just, he's like, <laughs> let them all hang out. You good. You good. I'm like, you know what? Oh, my God again um no but I, I know what you're saying but i mean like you know it's just like well i mean i would consider that that's modeling you know it just happens to be nude and it happens to be for a well established you know publication and so you know it's and, and it's just like that's part of who you are and that and it helped you know and i think maybe i mean for reals like i can't even take my shirt off to go swimming because i'm scared i'm gonna you know uh, just destroy the childhoods of kids who might see why does that guy have boobs and you, you know, know I, don't, I don't know if you're saying that to be comedic or not, but uh, a little bit of a little, little bit. Yeah, but um, but it's true, though. I have mortified these kids. A little bit of truth that goes into every joke we take. That's self-deprecating. A little attempt truth. I would say uh, you need to not think about you're offending someone or they're grossed out, disgusted, dislike talking about you. They feel whatever you have to think about the top 10% are the 10%. There's the whole rest of the whole world. Okay. And these people, especially kids, you mentioned kids, a lot of them are going to be husky fucking kids, especially the way they they eat now. You know what I mean? Like the absentee parents or parents, they, they don't have to do PE anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. And also that's budget cuts more so than anything. Budget cuts. My personality of my work ethic of this, you just got to fucking do it. You know how miserable it is. Comes from the fact that I wasn't allowed to say I can't do PE. You always suit out. You had to. You, I could be dying. I'm from a generation where I would be like, oh, I'm sick, I'm dying. Go run it off. Go walk it off. Three blocks. It was a big fucking feel. Like five, five laps, you're good. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to play uh, volleyball. You can you can do the track the whole you can just walk the track the whole hour. I'm like, right. actually, work. You know what I mean? So, but you're so, not but, sitting there. You're not sitting there. You're going to be active no, right now work. during P.E. 
and it's well, even- now now it's like i'm surprised they even have pe and it's not budget cuts it's because everyone's child is so fucking special that <laughs> heaven, forbid, heaven forbid they get told no or talk to slightly harshly or for some reason like uh i did not get bullied in school mm. at least i not to my acknowledgement um because my bully was my mom i i had bigger fish to fry when i got home um so if anyone bullied me in school i didn't notice um but like i'm not gonna say bullying's okay because it's very out of hand now i go it gets way out of hand now because of social media and stuff like that but just your basic kid stuff when you're little yeah it needs to happen and here's why it's a social darwinism thing and it it, it prepares you to deal with conflict and you see what kind of kid you have by how they deal with the conflict and you can either help them grow or you can tell them that you're like they don't have to face their fears because someone's always going to fight their battles for them or you know what I mean like shit happens and they have to be prepared for it because what I've known is I didn't get bullied in, in when I was younger but I've for sure as fuck have been bullied I mean, I don't think a week goes by since I was 19 and I started being in this industry. I get bullied all the time as an adult. Oh, that's not cool. In the mean, real fashion of bullied, you know, I get beat up or anything, but like. No, but I mean, like, we're comics, so I can, like, even just like from other comics talking shit, that's that's a form of bullying. Like, I've been assaulted by another comedian recently, like within the past year. Sorry? With yeah, the with their hands. Yeah, with their, I filed a, I called the police on them. Yes. Good. You know what? And you should. You know why? Because that's what adults do. Yeah, they you're right. Police. You're right. Especially when you're calling and like you're you're a comedian. So if you're producing a show, never mind. But my point is that no. comedians no. comedians turned producers who are also still comedians and performing on that show know better than anyone what it's like to get screwed over by a producer. So when you have that producer hat on as a comedian and you're screwing over your talent, you're a piece of shit and you need to be called out for that. So and this wasn't the first time it happened or the second time or the third time. It happened many a time. So, yeah. you know, and then I called out his character and was self-sabotaging nature. And then he took out his aggressions with assaulting me and then screaming, hey, dude, stop getting so violent. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. But he was screaming that out to defend himself. So he and then he almost sucker punched me. Thank God that there was I'm six foot two. And the guy that was about to like hit me is like was like six foot one. And then there's thank God there was a Hawaiian dude, this big brother from Hawaii, big brother. Yeah. He was like six foot five, and he holds back. He's like, "Not here, bro. Not here, bro. Not here, bro." So um, it was like so. So what I'm saying is just like you know, like getting bullied and being assaulted, totally different. But at the same different. time, like yeah. okay, that assault led to like a bunch of like open micers being like, oh, I'm blocking Victor. And I'm like, who cares about you? Go, go, go enjoy your life. Who cares? Go, 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 go be friends with this person. I don't care. It isn't like your team, me, your team, them. It's just like, if you're on my team, well, good. It, but it if you're not, well, good too. Then don't be on my fucking team. You know what I mean? But it's just- it is funny how it feels. They do that. I think at this level, they do do that. Um, I have several things to say. One, um, uh, uh, here's the AD. Um, one, um, uh, you need 
you were right to feel all the feelings you were feeling and you probably did need to be called out, but I feel that there is a time and a place and a, and a setting at the show, not the setting loudly while things are going on, not the time, not the place. You're right. Absolutely but, right. Um, I've always had the, this is the only thing I've ever done where I don't have the look. I mean, I do have an agent and she, she'll look at emails for me, but like she doesn't handle my stand-up because I feel like that would be a waste of her time. I'm like, I can do this. I can manage, mm -hmm. I can manage these shows. It's fine. Um, but I, that was one thing I learned really quickly is that whatever problem I have on, on set or with a person or an actress or a crew, um, I never say anything. I let my agent say something. So they're the dick. Yeah. And then I be nice. I'm almost oblivious to what happened. Like, yeah, no, no, I get it. Well, that's how, that's there's, how. There's that's that. And also, and then the next thing, I don't want to know whose name it was, but this is one thing I learned in the first seven months of doing stand-up because in I think uh, <laughs> I was so gung-ho about it because there's nothing to do. One, two, uh, I had like a, you know, I was going through my third failed marriage. So I was like, I just need an outlet. So I was doing that kind of kind of thing. And then I had people like being shitty to me because they're like, oh, you just think you can do it. I'm like, I'm new. Why are you sweating me? You've been doing this for five years. Jesus. If you're sweating me, that's a you problem, not a the, me problem. Well, that's also a reflection of how insecure they are and what you're I bringing to the, the table. Industry. I think it's the industry. And I think, I think, oh. I remember when we were talking about confidence and I, yes. like, and I said, no, I am not. I, I, wait, and it's not my fear of performing. I don't have a fear of performing at all. I have a fear of like, oh, there's going to be people in there. And I have to talk to them look normal. Um, and it's not even, I don't like them. It's just, I feel so uncomfortable because I feel like I'm not doing it right. I laugh only because I relate so well. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, uh, it's just, I could just hear my mom's voice in the background. Mijo, don't embarrass yourself. Mijo. What are you doing? Uh, and it's just like, mom, you don't yeah. even like, like, like for reals. You don't even, <laughs> you don't know what I'm doing out here. It's like, you're upset. I said the F word, but you didn't hear all those people laughing. You didn't hear all the laughter. You just heard me swear. So all of a sudden, like, I'm not what I'm not, okay. Mom, I get it. You wouldn't pay money yeah. to see me. I get it. I got it. Thanks mom. But like, <laughs> you know, but she won't pay money to go see comedy in general. So she's not a comedy fan. So the fact that no. she would go to one of shows, not everyone is right um, but i mean just to support me you know and like showing face and like hey i care about what you're doing and you're passionate about this so i'm gonna go support you i can't call that my show are you kidding me just to i say too many weird things <laughs> so do i i talk about fucking my wife on the bed sideways because that's the best way to fuck when you're a fat guy with lower back problems in front of my mom in front of my wife too i say in front of her family i don't care about that i just talk about my mom Oh, 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 okay, yeah. So you don't want to talk shit to, about her. Well, to her, no, I, don't uh, I mean, I just, I just, my mom's really, she's not the same woman that raised me. Like, the woman that raised me is not insane. Like, they're both unwell, but now they're unwell in different aspects. So I, now I don't think she could process what I'm saying. And if she's living in a moment where she's proud, and then I say something that is a joke, it's a joke. It's something that did happen, but it was so long ago. I'm like, I'm the one who should be upset. It happened. To, you did it to me. 
So, but if she's still living, because she's, she's not, you know, she's special um, mm -hmm. with her feelings. So she might, I'm, I'm just nervous that she might come from a place of feeling disrespected and not be allowing herself to just make fun of herself. Like she, she's mm -hmm. like, when she was young, she was, she would have laughed her ass. Like, I don't know what's going to happen now. So I, I never would want to trigger uh, this crazy defense mode that we all have to deal with after because Oh, you know, no. it's hard to get roasted. It's hard to, you know, yeah. I don't know what she's made peace with in her life. Like I, I've, I'm like, it is what it is. Like I, you can't blame your parents for things after 25. After that, it's, it's you. So. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That was such great life advice right there. I don't even know if you need to give it, but it's just it's like, true. listen, if you haven't handled your shit by age 25, that's on you, bro. After uh, age 25, oh. you can't, you can't no more blaming the parents. Yeah, and you're right. Really you're right. You're that's so right. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. I need you to be my life coach, Rachel. Uh, you know, what's funny. <laughs> I love that we're having this ADD thing. And I actually have a I've written notes. So I go back to the points. So I mean, better. Oh, yeah. But, no, go ahead. But um, I was dealing with so many crazy bitches like gravitate because I was getting rid of them. I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I would see girls that would come up like. Oh, and that you oh my god, that's cool, whatever you mean. Because the only people I meet are now are comics. You know, I don't even really hang out with my actor friends because they're all actually doing shit. Um, yeah. and, uh, and they're always like, you yeah, know, cool, whatever. You dance with the lady next to you, and then they're like, oh, they're they're just. I love a person that's excited about what they're doing and passionate. Beautiful, amazing. But I find it very disturbing and mildly unhealthy when there's no off switch. Yeah. And I was like, why is that happening? And then I realized, I realized the pattern and that pattern was there are always girls that are new, like newer than me, like six months, 10 months, a week, whatever. But they think that they know everything already. And they think <sighs> it's special. And that is just not. We're not commonly yoked at that point. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what to think or what to do. Because I, I, I sincerely feel that women, this is why I, I get irritated when there's certain comics that like, when a new chick comes on the scene, they're like, ah, he's a dick. Um, and that's <laughs> wrong on so many levels. Oh, and, my and, God. And because they're fragile. Because no woman just wakes up and goes, I'm going to do stand-up comedy. No one. No one does. You're going through something. And then you make that choice. So you always kind of want to do it, but then there's some something that happens. You're like, fuck it. And then you you do it. And either you hate it, you love it, um, it eats you alive, or, you, or you're like, oh, thank you, sir, may I have another. Like, that's, that's how it is. And so the girls that are new, a year or less, they're yeah. going, it's kind of like AA. You're not supposed to, like, hook up. Like, I feel like you're kind of like they should kind of back off a bit because i'm like no she's Agreed. clearly and then you're like bitch is crazy I'm like obviously she's crazy she just woke up one day and decided she wanted to go to the fourth wall in the fucking valley with you fucking dirty pigs <laughs> <laughs> you really Really wanted to watch you fake fuck a, a stool because no adult knows how to do it in real life. You had to do it. You know what I mean? Amazing, but everyone else is a hack. Like no sane woman wants to do that. Oh my god! 
Okay. 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 The whole fucking the stool thing took it to a whole new level. Um, you're hilarious. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That, 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 that... We're all adults. I think we all know we don't need the demo. Thanks. No, no, uh, no. I, I make a joke that when I do urban rooms that like, hey, you want me to do 10 minutes? Well, I'm going to actually do 25. I'm going to fuck the stool for 10 of them because like a lot of urban audiences really like that. Like, I don't know why they just like it a lot. Like, you do that in a Mexican room. You will murder. Take my word for it. Take my word for it. You've heard the dirtiest stuff I do. I don't really do. I try not to do dirty comedy. Not, okay. not like- what I'm saying, though, the Mexican crowds, though, racial or no, it'd be Raquel because we got to mixing it up a little bit. You know, you come. <laughs> You come out there and you're like, hey, you know, I like writing my my essay like this. And then you just hump the stool and they're never you get like a standing out. Like I swear to God, not, I was like, maybe not standing up, but like you'll get like a huge applause break. And like, OK, look, I am not a good looking guy and I could fuck a stool and get an applause break because, you know, it's, it isn't it isn't. If it, I'm fucking a stool, they're upping my pay. Sorry. Okay, you're not. OK, <laughs> with your clothes. OK, OK, fine. You are dry humping a stool. There That's we go. What- Dry humping, and there you go. There's always like those girls are like, Oh my god, let me try and check them out. And then they go, They pronounce it so weird, they go, I'm like, Pussy, and it's a, it's a it just sounds weird. And I'm like, Am I right, girls? And they do that kind of thing, yeah. Like, well, that's also like, now. Yeah, they do that, and I want to die, but <laughs> good for them. I can't do that because if I do that, it's technically like almost porn and so someone owes me more money i'm like i'm not doing that no that's extra no extra extra i do a very i do a nasty seven (laughs) (laughs) well that's good yes things that you need to pay me no Uh, and you know and you need and not just you personally but you universally need one needs to know their value and so like like i feel like um those that there's some people that don't, don't even know I was an actor and they just know. I, I think the nicest thing anyone ever, because he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh my God, it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. I was, uh, uh, I was headlining somewhere, San Diego, and uh, nice guy comes out and he was just like, oh, so excited. And he was just like, I didn't even know you did all this stuff. I just knew you were a comic. And I was like, oh, you came again to my show and you didn't even know I was an actor or a model. So oh, that's it, awesome. That's super that awesome. Really, I thought that was really nice. But the other people that make, maybe have like every magazine I've ever done or, you know, get under the bed I, or whatever, those people mm-hmm. are actually my biggest fans. I've had fans for like 20 years and they come to stuff and I'm like, yes. Oh, I, I saw some of your fans come through that, that, that knew oh, you. The for, yeah. The, the do- yes. And that guy weirded me out. So I was no. I wanted, no, I didn't know him. I didn't know him at all. I just thought he was some random ass dude that came through. He's like, I'm not leaving until Rachel signs this. And I'm well, just he, like, okay, listen, dude, listen. Okay, we're, we're all gonna be present. We're all gonna be present, even though I don't really know Rachel that well, but I know her well enough that she's my sister in comedy. So guess yeah. what? You're not fucking with her. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna make it safely back to her car and she's gonna be fine. She's going to leave this gig and everything's going to be gravy. All right. Because it's just like I don't I go into big brother mode with these comedy shows. I've actually seen male comedians be fucking creeps and not just to, to, to female. Not, <laughs> not, just all, to, not, all. No, not all. I'm not. a. You know, what's fucked up. I am a safe comic. My more. My, yeah. But but that small percent is so fucking vile. 
that it is such yeah. a fucking like disservice to the rest of us guys that are good guys. Like I'm considered like 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 women that are like in good shape are like, can you walk me to my car? And I'm just like, I'm so fat. Like, I don't know if I'll make it. Like, and then you want me to defend you if somebody attacks you? Like, what, what do you want from me? I mean, but but also, though, even just walking in pairs, they're not going to fuck. Like, they're not going to fuck with the... I mean, I can go... It's over there. Like, it's it's like you could get a squirrel with it, for sure. It's... it's <laughs> big it And also, uh, one of my fans, he's so nice. He comes to everything. He's been, oh, God. He came to, like, I uh, was signing for New Line Cinema when we put out Wedding Crashers at Comic. Oh, nice. Oh, and nice. Brought me this picture once to one of my shows. And it was like weird. Normally, I'm like, I don't know what to do when people bring me pictures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I loved it because he always comes to everything. He's so nice. And then also, I'm like, were we ever this young? What the fuck? Because he looks like a baby. I mean, this is like what 2005 Wedding Crashers came out. I have blonde hair. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I don't, I don't look exactly my age, but like, like I look like baby, baby. I was like, oh my god, look at this, like no pores. I have no pores. I love, I live a life like no pores. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so he watched me. Now he watched me with with someone else, and he's 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 a very tall man, so this is good. And uh, he and I, I was, I wasn't afraid of this person. I didn't feel like he was going to attack me, rape me, steal me or anything like that. It was just too intrusive. Yeah. They're, they're trying to be too familiar. It was too much. Like I, I, I had my 10, 15 minutes of it. And then I was just like, okay, I need to, I need a new person or right. we're done now. Cause I don't, I, Step I, I, away. <laughs> cause I, um, I struggle with it because I have two modes, which my boyfriend cannot stand. The first mode is when I just don't engage at all. I don't like that either. <laughs> not it's not that i think you're a piece of sh- anyone's a piece of shit it's it's just really i just don't want to engage because if i do this we're never gonna fucking stop i don't know you i don't know if i want to know you i get i get panic and so i'll just uh-huh with the phone or i say like one thing and I'll, like walk away and i'll just leave him there and he's just like the fuck she did it again <laughs> because he's so nice he's so nice and i am not and um uh, but, dude but i'm actually, at right he, the dude's a sweetheart is he really? Dude, he recorded my set and I just met him. He could have been a fucking jerk off if he wanted to. And it was like, I wanted to jerk him off for how nice he was. Okay. For the record, Rachel laughed or at least smiled. Um, but no, I don't, I don't want to jerk this guy off, but you know, he's a good looking dude. And he recorded my set and he, like, he gave me the name of an app. So the, the, the quality of my videos could be more pristine. And it's just like, and he told me the name of the app and I'm like, so how much is it? He's like five bucks. I was like five bucks a month. He's like, no, you pay for it once five bucks and it's yours. And I'm like, he's so, he's so great. Dude, he really he's is. such a sweet. I just he met has, him. I just and he was only nice to me because I was nice to you and you were nice to me. And so it's just like, that's how comedy should be. Sorry. He's like Jesus. He would have been nice to you regardless. You could literally have just murdered someone and he would still like have some. <laughs> we are yeah. not the same. We're not, he and I are like, I was like, everybody has a dark side. I'm your, clearly. Like, I, was, I, reason being is when I was younger, I, I did a set in San Diego. They loved that. Cause when I was younger, I, you know, you're young, whatever, what a weird childhood. Um, I was not the popular girl in school. I was, I wore glasses. I wasn't allowed out. Like, when school's over at 2.15. My ass was home at three. I wasn't allowed to go to parties. I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone. My mom, like, kept me under lock and key, basically. I was allowed to wear jeans. It was a grunger. It was very hard. And um, I was not cool. 
And I think when I turned, when I went to college, like I just tried to make up for lost time, hence the playboy and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do with my body? Um, most girls grow out of that by 16, 17, you know what I mean? Right. You're functioning a little bit better by the time we're in your 20s, a little bit. I wasn't. And um, I just said, fuck yeah, to like so many things. And I meant it. I was just like, oh, when will I have this opportunity again? And the thing is, is I didn't realize they always come up. They're always, there's always a magical moment with someone you think you're never going to meet because it's fucking Hollywood and that's how it is. And um, I'm not going to say I regret it because I had a great time, but I definitely said fuck yeah to people that didn't deserve a fuck yeah and a situation that didn't deserve a fuck yeah. And then because... Because when I was a kid, I was constantly like searching to fit in or searching, even in my own family, my school friends, whatever. And that kind of followed me. So when I meet, collect these people in LA, you know, I jokingly call them, I lovingly call them starter friends. Everyone (laughs) starter friends. Fucked up people when they first get here. They're, they're, and they're loving, but they're a goddamn mess. And so you, if you're from, if your brain's like, I don't know what's going on, then you, you go, well, who am I to judge? And you accept lack of boundaries, a mess, they're this, they're that. And, and they accept you as you're a fucking mess and whatever. And so it's this weird connect. It's trauma bonding, basically. I'm going to get really like Oprah. It's trauma bonding. And I think, I think when I was younger, I needed it. And then I'm literally just growing out of it now only because I get so invested mm-hmm. that because I, I try to mother people. You know, I would say like my mother or someone, I, you wish you were mother. I like, I get deep. I'm like, I'm in it. I mean, I would say I'm, I'm Reese Witherspoon with a tan. Like I'm just like, same person. <laughs> person. Um, I like that. Reese Witherspoon with a tan. I like I'm, it. <laughs> And we just, I get so involved. Right. And then uh, to where the point, like it, take, it takes for me or I get upset because I'm like, I made you a path. Just go, damn it. It's right. <laughs> and I get mad. I'm like, you fucking, you, then you like this. Then you like your shitty life. You know what I mean? And so then I get mad and then I, I just start obsessing. And so it's just really not healthy. So now I'm just like, when I see the new girls, I'm like, oh my God, you're so pretty. You're so that. I'm like, Oh God, it's stalking me. And then they're like, I've been doing stand for 10 months. I'm like, I mean, but it's not that I think I'm better than you. It's not that I think you don't think you're not funny. There's I know many girls actually, because a lot of people were doing the work during the pandemic of girls that have not been doing it for a year and they're fucking killing. They're, they're pretty and funny and they're not dressing like a rodeo clown or a toddler. They're like, I'm wearing I'm like, fuck you. They're so powerful and all this stuff. And I think it's great. But there, it's it's a vibe. Like I have to meet you a few times. But when girls are like, just to, I have that joke about you know the level of mental illness by how fast a woman wants to be your friend, your best friend. <laughs> well, I don't. Oh my god, your besties! Like I don't even know actually what your name is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have, yeah. But here, self solve all of my mental health problems right now, Rachel. No you were important. I remember your best. name. Because because they're in a I, I think it's I'm I'm a lot older than most people I meet, so I think it's I think they're in that stage that I was in where you're searching to belong and you want 
your build your tribe, whatever. And I don't know what it is about me. I think it when the Botox was there, I could understand because I look maybe not, but it's gone. I am frowning, scowling constantly. I'm like, I don't know why any person approaches me ever because I'm like, I look like I'm like a fucking, I will take out my shoe and hit you with it. Like I just, no, I, I know you don't at I all. You're, you're actually. No, let's no. for the record, for the record, you know what I equate this to one time at a showcase and I, I got I had a little pimple right here. And then for some reason, I'm like, oh, everyone's going to notice a whitehead. Let me pop it. And then when I popped it, it turned humongous. It was like like humongous. Like it was like a cherry. And I'm like, everyone's going to look. Oh, no, my bad. It was on my forehead. It was right here. And You've I was done just shows with me before, though, you know, but, but every time. Well, I know. Well, I mean, what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> But, but what I'm saying is no one notices it except for you. The lights are so fucking of bright. Course, that's another thing, too. I was like to these young girls that under comedy, I'm like, first step, read a room. <laughs> I see you. Do you see me doing this? Do you see me backing away and like picking up my stuff? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool. When I'm like, oh, that's so crazy. And I've said that same thing three times because I'm not listening anymore. So I was just like, read a room. Step one, read the room. Right. Uh, can't read this room then good luck on stage because like you I, have to read the room you gotta read a room you gotta take the temperature you say something like, oh not working okay um and that's and you don't change your personality you you just have other stuff or you acknowledge it or you don't or whatever what? you don't change your personality for the room what you do is you just have lots of it's like it's it's being smart what? and there's there's book smart and then there's there's life smart and this is where the life smart comes into play. Right. Because uh, there's people that just murder um, with crowd work. Right. Because they're in the moment. They're not, they're not only smart. Like I, 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 I was saying my biggest goal now is I would like to, I don't know what happened to me over the last 10 years, but um, I talk like a sailor now. So I cast too much. So I'd like to eliminate that a bit. And I would like to, have a larger vernacular so that way i can uh, i like your choice of words there vernacular I, I actually used that word recently so i was like what does that mean i was like your word choice the, the word the, the word the all the words that you know the words that you choose that's your vernacular the way you talk yeah. but at any rate it's just like and it's not to be condescending it's like like you know the way that you talk that's your vernacular like you know what i mean it's just like yeah. it's how you approach the situation so like you know with all this stuff like so um maybe like these, I, I did this. I challenged myself. You could write 15 minutes clean. You can do it. You're a big boy. No, no, you don't write 15 minutes clean. You write, you write two minutes clean or three minutes clean. Then you think about stories and then you just don't put in the fucks or the, or in my case, the suck my spick dicks and fucking, you know, just take them the fuck out, <laughs> take all that shit out. Like, I can't tell the story about how I did a show in the Castro, which is like gay Mecca in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I still live in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is I can't do that joke during a clean show. It's, what's funny is that during a clean show. Why not? Why because, not? Because it involves like glory holes and like sh muscle daddies and no. being a bear so, and fetishes. So, so that implies it's sex. Kind of, it's kind of like when you have kids. Yeah. So I don't have children because I'm smart. Um, <laughs> um, Almost put my drink uh, out. Thank you. Everyone, everyone is like, no, kids are amazing. I just don't have any. I just don't have any because God 
did not want to give me any. And uh, that already I, loves you or she loves you. I, um, he's like, no, nah, she's not ready to give her a cat. Um, <laughs> so, but I nannied for a long time when I was younger. And mind you, is I didn't cuss as much when I was younger. Um, but even just, even the way you, ex- I don't know if you've been around small children, but like even the way you express yourself, even if it's not a cuss word, your energy they pick up on it and they mimic everything. And those, even when it's your kids, when it's someone else's kids, someone else's wealthy children, and, <laughs> and they're like, why is my child like walking around like she's Puerto Rican all of a sudden? She's doing like she's snapping. <laughs> Like, sorry. Did you see that video? It was viral a couple years back, and there was this little kid. He's like, "Listen, Linda, talk with his mom. Linda, listen to me, Linda, listen, Linda." And he and he was just imitating his dad talking to his mom. He wasn't even calling her mom, and it was like, "Oh, isn't this cute?" Then the comments are like, "That's so ratchet. How can you train a kid?" It's like, "Yeah, well, that's how you teach racism. That's how you teach sexism. That's how you teach homophobia. That's how you teach all these things that that are like negative." You know, at home, you learn from the people that's close to you. They could be unlearned. And so, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe like earlier, you're talking about how and me with my ADHD brain, uh, how you were robbed of, of, of the culture. But I wouldn't say I, robbed, I think I saw I would, stuff I would say starved. I would say starved. And then now you could still nourish yourself with the culture if you choose to. But if you you could identify with whatever you want. And I was going to actually ask you, do I do you identify as Latino or Latina or Latinx or is it just American? Because in some cases I'm American, like when I'm in the border and I'm trying to come back from Mexico, I'm American, brother. I'm from the Bay Area. What the what are you talking about? I hella need to go back to my house. Hella because I'm from NorCal, bro. I hate the word hello, by the way. Oh, and I, 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 so do, so do I, everybody in SoCal. I, trust me. Business, and I forbid my employees to say the word hello. <laughs> I would have got fired on day one. I'm sorry. Well, is you're a comedian, you're a man, whatever. It's fine. We were, we, we were at a, we were doing, we had a, we had a waxing boutique in like Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. Oh, that's fancy. So I, my employees tell me like, hello this. And how, like, no, no, no. We're going to eliminate. You can do that at home. Oh, well, yeah, well, you know, I like to use the word cunt in every five seconds, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't use it in the workplace. Rachel, I'm offended. Then don't. I'm offended. We've been talking for like an I'm hour. You just I'm barely said cunt right now for the first time. Uh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with also, you. All, no. your, all your viewers are getting an actual real time visual of what ADD is. It's me reaching for things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. It, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a double yeah. header tonight because it's your ADHD plus my ADHD plus, plus, ADD plus bipolar plus being a polar bear. So it's just like I got a lot of things going on, too. And it's just like so let me ask you some you're questions. Bipolar? Sorry. Did you say you're bipolar? Yeah. I mean, How is that for you? Horrible. I, I literally, I, I think I know, I honestly think I know a lot of people that are bipolar, but they don't know they're bipolar. Well, that's uh, the thing. You don't know until I, they tell you. Call it bipolar anymore, do they? They call it something else. Oh, they call it bipolar disorder. I, <laughs> or something else like I forgot or or, or a, a borderline personality or something borderline like that. Personality. There we so go. my Sorry. mother. See, I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> borderline personality touch of narcissism a lot of trauma all of that it sucked so basically she will never admit what she's wrong 
there's no there's no argument it's just like it's if you say there's a pegasus outside i'm just gonna yeah it's beautiful i just i don't want the argument it's fine but um but that she's a special case so the, i had a um a teacher once that she she told us right off the bat she's like hey i'm by i'm bipolar and she made some jokes about it, whatever and then i was just like okay, that, how does that, it doesn't really affect, you can still do your job, right? And then I, it happened to be when I was in her class, there was a lot of episodes. So there was a lot of like people, other people teaching me instead of the person I paid a lot of money to teach me. <laughs> and- um, Oh, wow. That's, that's disheartening. And then the in class, uh, I would get certain notes that I thought were just like, oh, fuck you. Okay. Oh, and I said, okay, I'm like, all right. All right, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back because I'm better. And then the next day or two days later, when they're back in class, no recollection that they even gave. In fact, they were telling me the opposite. Like, why don't you just like say what's in your heart? And I'm like, I, I did. You tell me shit. And then luckily, because my mom's like that, I'm like, oh, you're having the thing. Yeah. It's like you're gaslighting people without even knowing you're gaslighting them. It's not this. It's not a, because yeah, some people no. are. Some people are just dicks and they gaslight you. Right. No, no. People are dicks and they can control it. And there's some of us that can't control it. And there's some people that like it's it. They really that in their head. That's how it happens. And what's what? So that's why I don't argue with my mom when she says it's Pegasus outside. I'm like, well, you see it. I don't. But I'm not going to argue with it because it is what it is. It's almost something we should take a little bit with everyone, because um, I think everyone. It's like the walking dead. I think everyone is on some spectrum level of something. Everyone's a little bit autistic. Everyone's a little bit this. Right. I agree. Um, It's funny. Especially if you're a comic. Everyone is has Asperger's, I think, in my opinion. If you go on stage, I think you have some form of autism. Self-included. Self-included. What kind of comedy do you do? But I asked my aunt, I said, I'm so worried. And I'm like, am I a narcissist? And she's like, well, you can't be asking if you have narcissism. I'm like, no, I still, she goes, what you are is entitled. You're entitled. You're entitled because you had a shitty childhood and you worked to have things as an adult. And you feel because you worked that you should be just given a certain amount of respect. So basically, I'm a, I'm a, Gen X, but with a boomer heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> that's so funny. Boots up when you okay. Well, you look like a very you know? young millennial. Like, seriously. Thank you. And I look like a very old generation Xer. Well, so I mean, like... my mentality is Gen Z, so I don't get too excited. No, but... no, I, no, I get excited because um, I could have a fucking real conversation with you and then like just turn it off and go on stage like we just didn't have a deep ass conversation about mental health and you know comparing stories and it's just like and because we got deep i was like wait a minute hold up i don't want to scream this at you let me just sit near you so we don't have to scream and then jack's like yeah this is a little bit too deep but i'm like we're talking about mental health but okay you want to talk about it with us he's like hey we're i'm doing the show but like because he was hosting my boyfriend has no mental health disorders well well, that lucky son, that lucky, that that, that lucky I, son I, of a I, gun. I've tried, and then it's, I'm just like, oh my goodness, no, I, that, that, more with you. There is one, I'm other than this. He loves, which I, I have the ability to be crazy, I haven't been crazy yet, but like, <laughs> well, like, he loves well, this... Latina women, like the who more doesn't, who doesn't, 
Even Latino person? women love Latino women. For no, fuck's I, sake. I don't do crazy. I can't. <laughs> I know what's crazy. I, just, just Latina. Amber Heard, I would have fucking shoved her off the boat. I'm like, nah. <laughs> so thank God. Yeah, thank God you weren't Johnny Depp yeah. in that situation. I worked with her on a movie once. So young Amber Heard, maybe I would have put up with the garbage. Whatever showed up in the court. Mm-mm, you need to act your face, bitch. Sorry, no. It looked no. like she did a bump off a of Kleenex too in court. I don't know if you saw that clip. Or looked as she went. There's no way you would have a heart attack. No way. No, no. Tra- trust me. What, 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 the amount of coke that they do is I like weird shit in public. Like you haven't. You're like having a nervous breakdown. Like there's no way. Oh, there's no- I- I've literally been in the room with people like, you know, all snorting the same Coke and everyone's all amped up except for that one person. They're like, all right, I'm tired, dude. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to sleep? Right. <laughs> for, the record, for the record, the doors were open in the green room when I was with Rachel talking to her on Friday. There was nothing going on that was illegal. It was just, <laughs> or everything was above ground. <laughs> you know that joke where they're like, oh, have a line, relax. <laughs> oh, no. I, For me, it's like, have I, a line and get some I confidence. I didn't realize I was medicating because I, you know, I did the whole socialite thing and going out and I was like, I, I didn't realize because I was doing the fuck yeah thing. Uh, uh, I wasn't realizing that I didn't really want to be there. I didn't real. I wasn't acknowledging that I felt uncomfortable. And even though I was, you know, these are all my friends and my friends, quote unquote, and uh, I belonged technically, it still felt like I, you know, you, I think when things happen to you, you're younger, you never get over it. So I think um, no matter how much success I'll probably ever have, I'll kind of always feel a little bit like I don't belong there. Or that like imposter syndrome type of thing. Yeah, or that someone's going to be like, uh, any second someone's gonna know. I mean, but here, let's look at it for me. Let's, let's look, but hold I, on. When I used to go to school, like I, I, I almost didn't graduate high school because I couldn't do roll call. I, I stood outside every class for four years. I went to summer school every year. My I had shit grades not because I was dumb because um, uh, grade goes down, skip school and or be late, and I would wait outside until I saw them put the role attendance out. And the reason being is I could not handle the idea that it was coming around. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna fucking die, I'm gonna fucking die. And I could not acknowledge I was in a room. Oh my which, God. It, which gives you, a, remember when I said my, I, I wasn't bullied, I had shit going on at home. Yeah. Kind of gives you a, a viewpoint of the shit I was going on at home that I uh, couldn't acknowledge, acknowledge that I was present in a room because when I was home, I was not allowed to do anything. So it was really, um, it was a lot. And and it was just an era we didn't have mental health. I, I, I joke that it's gone too far now. I, no, 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 I know what you're saying. But, 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 <laughs> but, a little too far. But, um, but it, it, it would have been nice to have like some understanding or at least uh, people that would be like, Oh, an advocate. She's not, an she's advocate. not being a bad kid. She's not because I wouldn't even skip school. Like skip school, I would go to the library. <laughs> okay, like so you, you didn't even leave campus to skip class. You were still in the yeah, library. I, okay. Sometimes I'd go to the beach, but like not much. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you deserve to have you know mental me- mental health days where you go to the beach well, and enjoy yourself. This is now. We used to call it ditching. Now it's a mental health day. Well, yeah. No, of course you have to. You know, you know, you don't. So you know, 
There's no fat kids. There's just kids that are that have different sized bodies. And I'm like, no, that's a fat kid. That's a fat kid. You know what I think is rude? Yeah. I think is rude is that. um, Remember when they said the brontosaurus didn't exist? When was that? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they made his neck longer and it even looked more weird. And that was. Oh, and when they said Pluto wasn't a planet. I was just about to oh, say that one. Yeah. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. That's how we learned it in science. How dare you take the please out? How dare you go fuck yourself? I was so upset because you learned like the orbit to the sun. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. And when you're young, I don't know, young people, you'll get it. Um, just Whoa, hold on. Please excuse me. Yeah. 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 That's the. Yeah. That's, there's a sun. Right. Planets planets orbiting, orbiting the sun yeah. from out to in. Right. Yeah. So you just go in. And so it was a song. Um, and it was such a bummer. And then I literally thought that people were big boned. And I still really flat earther on that one. That is <laughs> I think some people. Yeah. Are big bones. So you all can just go fuck yourself. He's like, oh, <laughs> No, we don't. No, we fucking don't. No, we fucking don't. I don't believe you. Because here's what. Yeah. Uh, not that they're superior, anything like that, but just bone structure and like what they have to do in life. Right. From their ancestors up. People of Viking background. Big motherfuckers, right? Right. About raping and pillaging and conquering new lands. And then, uh, Stuff. No. I'm sorry. Can you? I hope you're not getting all these texts coming in. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> and so, like, they're so they're ants. They're still tall. They still have, you know, the bone structure, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, African people, you know what I mean? Like, just fucking ripped. This, like perfect specimen of I, the bones have to be different. Vikings have to be different. And then you have like my my I'm I'm Mexican. Spanish. Honestly, it's a Spanish. I'm like, do we have to? We're in an ADD moment. We so later you're gonna do. ADD. <laughs> you're gonna begin with a little computer and you're gonna like get that VH1 pop-ups. Yeah. You're gonna ding, ADD moment. Yeah, I know. This is what it is. So when I went to Texas for the first time, I was seven. My mom had fucked up a marriage. Uh, I didn't know up until that point that I wasn't Jewish. I really? No, I, I didn't know any better. I, I didn't know any better. I went to temple. I, I didn't know any better. Uh, like it was a whole, it was a whole, I never questioned why I didn't look at my dad. I just assumed the curly hair would come in later. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so innocent. It's so funny. No. It's so, it's like, no, no, they'll come in later. It's fine. I'll grow, I'll grow, I'll grow into them. And like, well, if I don't see them quite pale, but like, I think my mom, because my mom was so, well, one, you know, Mexicans are so racist. They oh, of racist. course. We're the so, biggest racists. The worst racists. Especially we're against like, other worst, Mexicans. Especially against other Mexicans. We're the worst. We're the worst. We're the worst. We're the worst. Mexicans can't be racist. Yeah, because we're fucking superior at racism than we're any racist. other we're any racist. other fucking race. It's like, listen, we're superior to everybody. We speak two languages. We work the hardest and we have the most babies because we don't believe in condoms, but we, but we believe in God, you know? 
Yeah, the first time I heard the word wet back, it was out of my mother's mouth, not anyone else's mouth. Saying ah. it about someone else, I'm like, I always can't. I'm like, mom, you can't say that. My mom, we're from Texas originally. Yeah. My mom says the R. I she, hard R. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, ooh 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 ooh. Speaking of the hard R. Ooh, I've heard entire. I, it would used to like i used to uh, to the point where if i had like a school function i wouldn't even tell her I yeah that might have she was nuts she was nuts like my mom i was looking at my birth certificate today because i was like filling out stuff and i was yeah. just like how old was my mom and i looked so when she had me she was 19 which which for a mexican is very normal the rest of the world was like no child um <laughs> Also, the, like, yeah, I mean, like, even if it was like, like, like 20 years ago versus like 30 years ago versus 10 years ago versus five years ago, that's like a whole different, like having a child at 19. I mean, my mom had my brother when she was like 18 and a half. And like, this was like in 1969. So I have a 50. That was normal. That was so, so yeah, same parents. And then it's like, I'm 16 years younger than him. So I'm 37. I was born 85. He was born in 69. You're like, I'm keeping this plan alive. <laughs> <laughs> i'm keeping my little chihuahua alive you know what i mean and so it's just like so i have a question though because this is like super super important uh stand-up comedy is scary especially with all the mentally unstable people that we interact with what I'm can was well, sorry i said i'm mentally unstable there. okay yeah but you're not dangerous <laughs> at least no, when no, i see you at comedy shows i never know you know what it is is mm -hmm. i do this the crazy one i, I do that because i'm a I'm a big guy. I got to do that because if I don't, I look like this. Yeah, yeah. what's up? Well, Let me see your ID. Let me see your ID. I look like I'm smiling because I give death looks to people. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't even looking at you. Really. Oh, my God. Oh, no. But I was going <laughs> to ask you, what can I do as a male comedian to make the scene safer for women? Um, Stop having a Superman complex that you need to. Okay. Not I don't job. have that. But I mean, just in general. But yes. Not your job. It's not your job. You can only control yourself mm -hmm. and you do a great job representing yourself. Mm -hmm. It is not your job to defend every woman. It is not your job to teach or reprimand other people because they're on their own journey. You can only do yourself, lead by example, and uh, literally just do you. And if you ever produce a show, I would say if you ever produce a show, just make sure your host doesn't do. It's weird when the host does derogatory stuff. It, 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 unless it's like when you're starting out and the host, if there, it, it's one of those things like funny's funny. Right. And it doesn't matter. Like if, if it's funny, it's fucking funny. Your next comic good? has a vagina. It's like, shut the fuck up. Okay. I, mean, I don't want to hear I, that shit. I mean, uh, I've had, I, but here's the thing it just depends. What's the delivery? No, no, but I've literally for, heard it exactly for, verbatim with the same tone as how I just said it, which yeah, is very derogatory. It's, it's derogatory. So uh, it just kind of, it's, it, I mean, I've done shows where someone has just no energy, like open mic energy. Right. And then they're, they do a set, which is supposed to, it's like a 10 minute set, but it feels like a 20 minute set because it's not going <laughs> well. And then I wasn't there, but then, I feel like I was there. And then the whole time, they're, they're like talking about their their cum and there's they, they say they say all the words. The thing is, I'm not square. I say all these words, but just when right. I think of the visual of this person saying it, it makes me want to hurl. Right. And that's what 
doing because it's like nobody wants to hear that. No, this is the last person I want to envision having. Please stop with your with your very detailed. Like make it stop. Make it stop. Yeah. I don't, or like you know I don't shit on women and their comedy, but like sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes if it's not work, if it's not workshopped well. Hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of shitty male dude comics. I just want to point out well, a lot of the have, shitty male dudes. I have heard a funny thing about a menstrual cycle once or twice. Um, <laughs> out of how many attempts, but, though? But <laughs> I, all the times I've heard about a menstrual cycle, most of them were just gross. And it's because it's not workshopped yet. Right. Um, I think it can be funny, but it has to also be relatable. Relatable means everyone in the room. Right. Or at least in, uh, uh, enough people to make noise, whether that's uh, laughing or clapping, because like there's polarizing the crowd and then there's getting there, there's like a, uh, appeasing the crowd. And then there's like getting people to like, really like, I want to see you again. And so it's like there's a pander. If you pander, you might, you might have a few wins, but you'll never win. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, but it's no, not about first, pandering. It's about getting the room back. So however you get the room know. back, because sometimes you go on stage, you get introduced and it's not even about getting the audience back. You never had them. The host did a shitty job. The comics went up before you did a shitty job. The crowd fucking sucks. So now it's your turn, even if you're the headliner or the I feature. Never the I never blame You never what? Blame never the crowd? Never. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. I've been doing comedy long enough where there's been some crowds that have been very disrespectful to the whole idea of stand up only because the producer did a really shitty job in like having it be at a bowling alley during league night and didn't tell any fucking body that there was a comedy night. So there's all these people going to the bar where we're having or the lounge where we're having the show and they just want to have a drink and talk with their bowling buddies. And here we are telling our dick jokes and talking about our menstrual cycles. And there's just like it's like it's like a fucking uh, flash mob comedy. It's like, here we are. You know, it's just like, were you ready for it? Well, who cares? Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that. I think that um. I have to ask you a question. Can yeah. we stop this for one second? Is there a stop uh, button? I, I, I do this unedited. I have one more question and we could finish it. Um, I want to keep going because I have a lot of I have a lot of notes to talk about, but I just have to pee. Okay, then yeah, go ahead. No, no, yeah, yeah, just go. You don't have to do shit. Okay. I'll just keep talking. I'll just keep the no, just go okay. ahead. Got it. Rachel Sterling, a sweetheart. Very cool. Very, very considerate because I thought she was trying to tell me something in private. She's like, no, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. I'm like, that's cool, too. And you know what? That's really awesome because, you know, when, when you're doing stand up sometimes, you don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes like, you know, like, you know, you're going to go next. And then like the comics on stage and it's just like, oh, well, you got like 10 minutes. So maybe I have enough time to go to the bathroom. Right. Like, you know, maybe take a three minute poop and it ends up being a five minute poop. And then the comic that's on stage gets off early and then they call your name and you are sitting down going to the bathroom and so it's just you're literally caught with your pants down and so it sucks but what are you going to do about it you know it's like they got to just go to the next comic so hopefully it's like you're not headlining the show and then you're caught with your pants down but then again if, if you're headlining and the comic before you doesn't do their whole time it's just that's a bad reflection on them too but, you know, it's it's pretty cool, you know, like because like, you know, with with all of my podcasts, like, you know, all of my guests, I do research uh, for every individual guest. So we're able to have a discussion based on our interactions and uh, shared interests that uh, we're both interested in. And so it's it's pretty cool because, you know, Rachel has been really 
respectful, really awesome, always on point, dancing back onto frame like a superstar that she is. Okay. No, no, no. No, no, you're great. You're great. No, no. And that was no, I was just talking about how um, getting your caught with your pants down when you're taking a poop, when you think you have enough time to go and take a poop because the comic is on. That night we were together, I'm like, do I have time to pee? Do I have time? I'm like, <laughs> anyway, I said two minutes. It was like 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm out. And I watched it. I was like, oh, lightning sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. I was just, trust me, I, I had way more. And then we got a little, little, a little kitty cat in the background. It goes, no, no, that's such a beautiful cat. I'm just like, it threw me off because I was just like, I didn't see any type movement in the background hey what's your cat's name hey cutie pup sorry he doesn't wear a shirt guillermo 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 doesn't wear a shirt but he's wearing one today because i found it he used for a long time it's awesome Aww. a little too tight but we're not gonna tell no, and he's, he's beautiful and he just, just woke up from his nap it makes tired. him look more buff okay it makes him look more buff so it's it's very flattering with with his body type you know i, I it wouldn't look good on me but it looks good on on Guillermo. but uh yeah let me ask you a couple of questions because otherwise i'm mexican and i'll have you on here for like three fucking hours here's what i wanted to finish my sentence for the other thing is we yeah. kept because uh, i have notes right here yeah this- this is when you go to therapy. When you do ADHD medication and therapy, they make you do notes so you don't forget your place so you can circle back. Uh, I don't know if uh, it goes in real life. Uh, but uh, you do too. You just write. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you remember. It's very hard because I'm like, <laughs> sorry, say something now. <laughs> sorry. So, uh, same, 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 same. Oh. When we were going to the thing of uh, the show, you felt the need to tell someone they were this, that, that, and you got assaulted. Uh, again, feelings totally validated. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't have felt the way you felt, or even maybe did the thing you did, but just in the future, time, place for everything. And oh, also, yeah. And also, this is something I learned in the first seven months because I would say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't regret any, I don't regret any show I've ever done. It was great. I made lots of friends. I did other stuff. And then there's just, you grow out of them. So, right, right. and I think that, uh, if someone, just because someone asked you to do a show, doesn't mean you have to say yes. You and know, I, that is solid advice. But you have to learn because part of you He's like, I haven't booked, there's this, you know, this, this social media pressure that we feel in the full week or whatever. Um, it's bullshit. Um, and also you need the practice or, you know, you never know who you'll meet. Sometimes, and you're right. Sometimes you never know. You might just meet this gem of a person in the rough. But hmm. if it's for someone that you know consistently doesn't run their show well, Mm-hmm. Or they just let everyone on the show and it's not yeah. quality. Because you want to be associated with people of quality. Right. You know, and not to say that you're better than the show or anything like that. It just, and you'll do the shitty show sometimes. But, right. but uh, overall, if you want to eventually stop paying to do comedy. Yeah. Pay, very, very LA thing. Somewhat, somewhat respected or, 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 
you know, like I, I have comments all the time that come and they're angry about it. And it's always, I'm like, I don't know what to do with your anger. And they're, they're like, oh, you know, that person tell them to put me on a show. And I'm like, um, no, that isn't how you get booked. Really uncomfortable. I don't know what to do with that sentence. Like you oh, just, just let me get you some advice said rachel you smile you nod friend. and you say let me see what i can do and then you don't follow through That's oh right. i don't even say anything i just hurt <laughs> back to playboy and i go <laughs> and i just giggle and i just I <laughs> sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna try that next time for the record next, next time somebody asks me for a booking that i don't want to like help them get i'm just gonna <laughs> also it's, it's a lot it's like this is what the thing is it's like these people need to understand like you're 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 aggressively telling me, well, get me booked. You're telling them to book me, but you're saying it also angrily because you're kind of desperate anger, and so that's uncomfortable. So right. you're, you're dumping your shit on me. One, right? Not cool. Oh, you're making me feel bad because I'm doing something. Also not cool. Yeah. And then you're putting the pressure on me to put you on a show. I don't have that power. Right. Pre- and it- my neck out for you and say the soup is good when if you're as amazing as you are they would know the soup is good right or, or i mean i say other things i'm like why don't you come to the show and like support and they're like that's 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 i can't all of a sudden they're doing a show i'm like oh so you are doing a show then you they're not to- they're not they're, they're gonna they're go not. pay to do or, five minutes somewhere they don't have no show or i mean when, when i used to the rosie i always make people buy a ticket right <laughs> I'm like, no, buy a ticket. And expensive. And people bought the tickets. And those people I introduced to, to the people that were gonna get them on the show. And those people eventually got on the show and so much more. And I'm just like, no, you have to support other shows. Right. It's 10 bucks. It's whatever. If you don't have the money, then just be honest. Be like, bruh, I can't, I can't, I'm broke as fuck. I can't. And usually that yes. person, like, oh my God, stories <laughs> come with me walk in with me or or there's actually a code or something like that or like hey i've done this before because um like improv is a little i work with people that they're they love to sell out <laughs> and i'm just like shit so i yeah will, those are good people to work with <laughs> I, will, I will hit up all these people and there's some people that i know they don't got it they don't got it right. or they might but they don't and I always say, and I'm always praying, like, please don't ask me for something. Say yes. But but I say, like, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you, here's the thing, could you buy the ticket? And then I'll ding when you back. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like, awfully nice I'm of you. Not buying tickets. So that works too. But they were willing to, like, show up. That's yeah. always, it's West Hollywood. It's just, well, well, hopefully it's not your car, is all I'm no, saying. It's not mine. This is, um, <laughs> you see how <laughs> I love how we both just like just got went silent for that car alarm. Like, wait, is it yours? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I wish you both. We need to like. <laughs> you need there to it goes. Do a, you do a side by side. You need to do my boyfriend's interview. Which he's so outwardly nice, and I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well you know sometimes you need that counterbalance you know it's just like my wife she's the sweetest person on the planet i'm a fucking dick and so it's just like it's like yin and yang, you know so you know it just depends but uh let me ask you a couple more questions um uh what are some things yes. female sorry what? sorry that was i just didn't finish it because it's it staring oh at me. i'm so sorry sorry go ahead don't say yes to shitty shows 
stop saying yes to shitty shows and stop fucking uh, 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 commiserating so, with, so with a bunch of shitty, shitty that wasn't Manuel and the person's being a dick and he fucked you with money and stuff like that. It's a little, it's a small percentage on you because you're the person, you didn't vet them and you went, I want, and you said it was more than once. So that meant someone showed you who they were right. and you believe them and you, you said, I like it, do it again. And he did it again. And so, yes, I have your feelings or whatever, but don't take it to the point where you ruin your reputation. Right. But I mean, this what I've learned, and this is where this I was going. I, I'm trying to do this thing, nature versus nurture, because there's a lot of things I'm just like, I will fucking knife you, and I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> um, and then there's some stuff that I'm, I, I feel it, and like flames upside my face, but I'm just like, really subdued, and then that's the scary part, because I'm like, I could be unsnapped. I am one of those people that would just fucking kill you one day. <laughs> That, oh my god! I bet you meant Snapchat for a or, second. Or I could be on Snapchat. No, no, snap. Ashley White bitch that my mom put in me. That I was like, mm-hmm. and then inside, I'm like, you're gonna die later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna die later. It's fine. Cheers. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. But like, I would say because we're all adults, and if you yeah. want, oh, this is another thing I've told everyone when people feud and fight with each other. Yeah. I know many, there are successful comics. I don't talk to other successful comics and I'm with everybody and this is how I do it. I say, don't tell me. I say, it's an unpopular thing to say. They might be a little taken aback and if they're taken aback, that means they're not for you. Or they'll be like, okay, you're not going to lose a friend. You're not going to lose a real friend. And so I say- That's beautiful. Someone says, they're heated. And I, I go, uh huh, uh huh. I do not contribute. I say, okay. I say, how did that make you feel? I make it about them. I don't say, yeah, that's fucked up. She's fucked up. He's fucked up. Uh, fuck them. The horse I rode in, I never say any of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's it, good. Back, it'll, you know why? Because it snaps you back in the ass after these people will be friends in two weeks and then you're the asshole because they both talk shit to you right. and then you're out. So that, never do that. And I think that, um, to, I, I just want to tell everyone, I'm like, we all have to work playing the same sandbox. Yeah, and that's exactly so, what it is. But unfortunately, some of us are more mature in that sandbox. Some things that you're gonna go, that's your that's your mountain, and you're gonna die on, and that's fine. But choose them wisely. Absolutely. Because, oh, trust me. <laughs> the same people that are in that are talking to you in, in secret and like, oh my God, that person should never be allowed to stand up again. And blah, blah, blah. And they're saying all this and they're so vindictive and they're on their little high horse. Six months, eight months later, everyone's fine. Yeah. Big example, Chris D'Elia. Right. Everyone had something to say. Right. He was and canceled. I- canceled. Not Why? anymore. What's funny, and here's the thing is I, I'm probably getting canceled for saying this, but like um, everyone except for Chris thought he was canceled. He was just busy. He was like, oh, I don't have to go to work now. He was just like, cool. Because he still did his podcast, which I was like, this motherfucker still doing his podcast? I'd be in hiding right now. No fucks given to his podcast. Hanging out with his kid, saying his wife. He's probably like, oh, thank God. I just need to hang out with my wife and my kid. <laughs> I think he just really needed some like normal human time and if you listen to his podcast now he's like yeah i just 
was not okay. Um, <laughs> I love that he never acknowledges the thing, which is also kind of <sighs> yeah, that's like, weird. I also watch I also watch murder m- m- movies and things like that for fun. So I'm like yeah. psychologically, that's it's brilliant and weird all at the same time for me. And I think if people, because everyone else is like, I have a pimple and this and that, and, and like, oh, that man can go on stage. Y'all can go on. Get the fuck out right. of here. And the thing is, is like because he's his priorities are his kid, his yeah. wife, his business, his close friends, and Absolutely. he's learning, and he's learning to care about other people. And that, I honestly a little bit think that's okay. Yeah, but it's weird because things happened. But if more people adapted that way, they weren't so concerned about other people. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I mean, I don't think that could have happened in 2020 or 2021 because we didn't have anything else to do but like people are so concerned about i have a friend she went to burning man she wore braids and it was a whole thing also she's part black but she doesn't she doesn't look it 100 right so we jumped on her and i'm like you don't know the whole story you know like two seconds of the story and then you jump on some cancel people know the whole story and people can be redeemed People can learn their fucking lesson, but then it's it's like these people are very safe in their basement typing. <laughs> I like, always said basement, like you know. <laughs> I have people talking about me like, oh, 10 years ago, she 20 years ago, she did this. I'm like, why are you still talking about it? That was yeah, I mean, ago, bro. I'm like, you well, want to come in? I don't know what to tell you. And they're so obsessed with it. So it's just like, I feel like, but we all have to work. I know, I know people. I'm a, I was I was still a new comic. I knew Crystalia because we did a TV show together. I've known other comics that have gotten in trouble because when you're an actress, you go to a lot of shows, you meet people. So we, not we were friends, but we knew each other. Yeah. And it's like they were dropping like flies. Like, Fuck y'all dropping like flies. And then I just got my mouth shut because I'm just like, I don't know the whole story. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, people are really, not you. So but I, I mean- wasn't there to know the whole story. Like, it's disappointing. I said it was disappointing. Well, that would be disappointing because that's not the person I know. Well, that's a fair statement. It's not. The, it's disappointing. It's not the person I know. But sometimes we all have we all have that weird that weird uncle. Yeah. And everyone's I, like, you know what I mean. So it's like you, you. I don't wasn't there. I don't know. So you just have to know the facts first. But I feel like at the end of the day, all the people that were on their their Ashliness of their like, let me educate myself and stand on the soapbox deep on all the police. And then they're sad because there's no, right now I live in West Hollywood, there's no police. Right. All the bitches, now they want cops. Now all they want cops. With their little dogs, we're like, no police. They're like, oh yeah? They took them out from here. Not from there. They're here. So now yeah. I'm West Hollywood, no police. We have these little people, <laughs> on the they wear little shirts like, I'm a volunteer. I'm like, great. I feel yeah. super. Congratulations, um, you know, on their volunteerism. You did yeah, it. Uh, you did it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm like, oh, you're the one who were complaining. So you're the ones that don't get the <laughs> um, But it's like, we all have to work together. And all the people that mm-hmm. were all like, condemning, 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 condemning. It was some people stuck to their guns, but like for the most, but without knowing the fact, they just, because it was a popular thing to do more. Yeah. Like, it was like, which. When I say the witch hunt, I didn't mean it didn't happen. Right. I'm saying it was, we have a judicial system for a reason. Right. And it's not 
Innocent until proven guilty. But in some cases, the court of public opinion trumps that. And uh, people got people got really obsessed with a lot of things. And I'm just like, we at the end of the day, we all have to work with each other. This is something I learned very early on. Doesn't matter if someone's a dick to you, to your friend, or whatever. Sure. Unless they literally raped you and you can like, you know, you can prove it, like it happened. Like, I'm not saying that just if I feel like I have to, so this is what woke coach culture is entering. I feel like I have to, <laughs> I'm not saying if you, you can't prove it, it didn't happen. I'm just saying it's harder. Um, yeah, God forbid but, somebody takes this interview out of context. It's like, she oh condones God, rape. She's a drug supporter. I'm like, no, I just have <laughs> Sense. Um, so, <laughs> no, dude, no, I totally get it. Um, so, like, so I'm just like, because, because, guess what happened? I, people were like, don't work with them, don't yeah. work with, don't work with that person, don't work with that person. Oh my god, I had, I had a girl like you had this guy in the show, and, she, and th- unfortunately, she's like kind of a crackhead. So I was like, I believe <laughs> you, I believe you, I believe something happened. I just can't go about your method of doing it because. I could be sued for libel. Like it's it's yeah, that's scary. Well, adult, you can't just say shit about people, right? And well, that's she, also being a professional, though, too. This girl wanted to go. I produced one silly little show. It was like it wasn't even like I don't know if she's making a big deal. It was like a show at like Baja. It was like a taco shop or something like that. And yeah. it's to teach me how to host because I'm and I'm still on the host. But you see what he does? Yeah. <laughs> to look at me like oh is this upsetting you uh, <laughs> rachel hey i'm gonna have to get you in a part two because oh. uh we're, we're almost at two hours and like I've, i'm fucking having a ball and i only asked you three questions <laughs> before you open your mouth and condemn someone else yes and i'm not saying being complacent yes. you can you can you can still disassociate from someone without opening your mouth and ruining things um i agree but uh because all those people that were canceled at the beginning of 2020 aside from bill Cosby, of course back. yeah and flourishing and, and, and selling all out. the clubs acting like nothing fucking happened so if you were one of these people that was like oh my god no, no, no. Yeah. guess who's not getting booked yo ass right and just being <laughs> complacent it just sometimes if it doesn't apply to you really mind your fucking business because you don't really know what happened dude well yeah well that's that's super solid advice i have a question rachel the whole thing i said is going to be taken out of context no it's not no it's not the only thing that's going to be taken out of context is like can they just stick to one fucking topic, both of them? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't you. It was me. It was, it was like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, it's whatever you <laughs> I got my notes, too. But Rachel, let me ask you this final question. Where where can the people at home find you? What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> you have like a website or, or like a social media. Uh, like what, what's your social media? What's your website? Or, I have uh, Rachel Sterling dot rocks not com dot rocks i have uh instagram it's our sterling comedy youtube it's our sterling comedy and i think facebook is rachel sterling comedy but i will say mm-hmm. don't dm me because nice. so many of them i don't and did you all hear that weird did you all hear that do not dm rachel at all unless you're offering her a paid gig and you give her 
some of that money up front, especially if you don't know her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I was talking to whoever the fuck tries to DM you. Yeah. Like they better come through some fucking money and not yeah. waste your fucking time. Or, yeah. or you know what? That's pretty much what well, I'm trying to say. Uh, or, or you know, it's just I, I because I know that about the DMs. And like five percent of it's normal, and the rest of it is just like what the. Listen, fuck I don't want you to deal with none of that the- shit. And if I could help prevent any of that shit by yelling at people that might potentially DM you to fucking be like, "Hey, you're really pretty." It's like, "Hey, shut the um, fuck up." She gave great advice, asshole. That's what the podcast is about, you fucking prick. All right, this I- isn't a fucking. Those online, I don't know what your ads are. Your yeah. Response. Mine are ads to take an online Instagram class on how to be a life coach. Well, you know what? To be honest with you, I, I said I wanted you to be my life coach earlier. So, yeah, no, but I mean, I, you can do whatever you want. It's life coach. I would cuss a lot. No, no, no. Good life coaches cuss a lot. You just can't be a if you're going to be a, a, a life coach for, for, for people, they got to be 16 plus or 18 plus. Actually, just be just be on the safe side, 18 plus. Because, like, um, you know, it's never a good idea to curse in front of minors because then it's like, oh, you take this out of contact, blah, blah, blah. Now you're the bad person. But at any rate, I'm Mexican. I've been trying to say goodbye for the last, like, 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. But, no, definitely, I really, honest to God, so it's uh, Rachel Sterling dot rocks R Sterling on all social media, which I will add to the summary of this episode. R Sterling comedy. R Sterling comedy. There we go. I will add those. I'll have my producer add those to the summary. So there'll be hyperlinks like, oh, here, let me follow her. Let me, you know, so you get all that good stuff. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, follow, follow Rachel, support her shows. Don't DM her unless you're offering her a paid gig. You can DM and- me. I just, I just don't often read them. Right. Right. When you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> uh, I, I I can only imagine the weird messages you get because I get weird messages where there's fat guys that look like me and they have fetishes and they want to have sex with me. And I'm just like, how narcissistic are you? You want to fuck another fat guy that looks like you, you narcissistic fuck? Uh, there's just, I'm just a random, I, I, sometimes I type in a fat, fat guy with a beard or, or fat, fatty beard, or I don't know, like beard or something like that. And then like, then like, I guess somebody typing in like hashtag beard. You're typing in or they're typing in? Well, I mean, I type it in as a hashtag because I'm talking about my beard um, and then maybe they're typing in hashtag B E A R like bear. And then I come up mm-hmm. like, Ooh, look at that bear. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like to stick my things in him. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. That's the highest you'll ever see in my self esteem. You could do a comment at bear shows. <laughs> I would. I seriously. You would kill. Are you kidding? Uh, I would kill it in, in, the, in the in the DM games. Uh, you know, I'd kill it with the DMs. I'd probably get a bunch of followers, but then, like, you know, uh, hopefully the whole crowd is muscle know, daddies. Like, just like, I said, I was like, thank God, <laughs> Jesus Lord, thank God, were- No, you fucking killed it. <laughs> You fucking I, I I loved I love the energy. I love the advice. I love your persona. I love every time that I see you, you're very kind, you're very professional. And I wish that every comedian, regardless of gender, regardless of their experience, was as kind and awesome and easy to talk to like you are, because like, no, seriously, seriously, you really are. And I'm not just saying that because we've been talking for two hours on my podcast. I'm saying this yeah. because 
seriously, like, like I, you're really, really awesome. You have a lot of great shit going on and I'm, and I'm happy for you. And it's like, and I know that you're my friend because like, when I see you doing all these shows, I'm not all like, Oh, why is she getting the show or not? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You go girl. Uh, fuck Yeah. You fucking kill that fucking shit. You go in there, do whatever the fuck you need to do. Just murder that shit. And just, you know, go on to the next one because I see you got a lot of bookings and you work really hard for them. And because you got credits, you got television credits, you got film credits. You're, you, you got it, girl. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm on your team. So just please continue doing what you're doing. And don't let these fucking jealous ass motherfuckers turn you into a jealous or bitter ass motherfucker. And you know what? I'm, because I don't I don't see that. But I'm just pointing it out there because, yeah. you know, it's just like it's like what's fucked up. It's, and you've obviously been in this town longer than me, but people get so jaded and they're so out of it that like I really love the example that you give with, you know, being so kind and being so because it's like you're so empathetic. And so that's maybe why you're so kind. It's just like, wait, I know what it's like. to be. I need you or I, I have so I've been cursed with so much empathy, but sometimes I protect myself. I go, not my fucking problem. And I walk away. And that is the big lesson. If I was going to have a, a purpose to my, to my standup. Right. To convey these are, my, these are my mistakes or life lessons or whatever. These are cliff notes. You don't Absolutely. have to, you know how you avoid this? Fuck off. <laughs> no, fuck off. I don't want it. No. Just, or just look at them. Like <laughs> I work all the time. Like uh, you don't have, you don't have to do something just because you don't have to do shit. You owe no one owes you anything. Right. Which is a weird. Th- I, my boyfriend does not like when I say this. I'm like, I don't know. You don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. He goes, no, no. Like, well, no. I, I owe you kindness. There's no forms. Right. what we've become accustomed to. But actually, those are gifts that you give to another person. The kindness, the checking in or whatever. You don't right. owe them shit. And they don't owe you shit. And that's why when people are kind to you, you're supposed to appreciate it as a gift. Right. And I did and reciprocated because like that's that's the vibe I want before we go on stage is to be cool, amicable. And like, you know, it's like, fuck, even though we're not the best friends in the world, we're we're brothers and sisters in that green room and we got each other's back. We're in the the Latino show. No one's going to fuck with Rachel over here. No one's going to fuck with Victor over here. You know, anybody tries to come over here, we'll fucking stab him, man. I'm just fucking around. At any rate, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to a very, very intense episode with my girl, oh my, Rachel sorry. Sterling, who's been awesome and really cool. And so please follow her, support her, go to her shows uh, and don't send her any fucking DMs. Um, thank you, you so much. Send them. I just won't probably see them. <laughs> so, OK, so so but don't. Yeah. Rachel's really funny. And so just just follow her. Tell all your friends about it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And Rachel, thank you so much for joining us here at Poppycock Podcast. And we'll see you guys for the next one. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, do your boy a favor. Tell your friends. Tell your cool family members. Tell your cool co-workers. Let them know about the podcast. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and be sure to follow me on all social media, Puro Papi Pacheco, and check out my website at HispanicTitanic.com for future dates. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Have a great day.